Hello everyone, we'd like to welcome you to our fourth Ranka Pro Europe podcast, the world of fan selection. Okay, yeah, when the strength is, is uh, taking non-emotional decisions, uh, and the weakness is exactly the same. My name is Carla Solera, and I am the Investor Relations Specialist here at Ranka Pro Europe. This will be the fourth podcast of a long series. And today, we're going to talk about artificial intelligence in portfolio management with Florian Grosskull. Hello, Florian. How are you? Thank you, Carla. Very well. Um, thanks for having me. It's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure to, to be on your podcast today. Now, the pleasure, the pleasure is mine, uh, Florian. Um, first of all, I would like to, to thank you for, for agreeing to participate with me in this roundtable discussion. I am sure that we are going to address an interesting topic uh, today. So, dear listeners, uh, pay attention. Um, for those uh, who don't know Florian, he is the Managing Director at Absolute Return Consulting and he is based in the beautiful city of Finn, Austria. Um, could you like to tell the listeners more about your background, Florian? Uh, maybe just just uh, two two three words. Uh, I've been in the asset management industry for for uh, quite some time now. I've started with fixed income portfolio management, then uh, switched to absolute return. Uh, ever since my interest was in hedge funds, alternative strategies, and and uh, new things that are coming to the market, and that's mm -hmm. probably why I'm here today. Yeah, we're all curious. I think. <laughs> Um, so yeah, let's start uh, this uh, discussion by introducing just a little bit what artificial intelligence uh, means. And I say a little bit because I presume that everyone knows what AI means and, and the weight and presence it has today in the life of uh, most companies. But um, it has the same power in the investment industry. Artificial intelligence, uh, at the end of the day, is the simulation of human intelligence processes by machines, uh, especially computer systems. And in fact, AI is providing new opportunities, uh, which extend beyond cost reduction and, and efficient operations. AI also uh, may seem like science fiction to many people, like me, for example. But uh, Florian, uh, how is artificial intelligence uh, transforming portfolio management? Uh, I'm, I'm still not sure if AI is, is transforming portfolio management completely, but it is a very, very good add-on to, to the traditional ways of portfolio management we have today, because uh, mm -hmm. the opportunity of AI is it can uh, cope with enormous amounts of data, which humans cannot do, and it can uh, it's able to analyze um, relations that probably are invisible to, to human brains. So like non-linear uh, correlations or non-linear um, uh, uh, non relations in the end. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that gives a whole new opportunity set to uh, portfolio management, which we are mm -hmm. we're not able to, to, uh, to take advantage of before AI coming to, to the market. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. For example, here my my concern, uh, and I'm and I'm not talking just about artificial intelligence. I'm talking uh, in general about uh, new technologies. Um, my concern, my concern around um, everything like that, is the the risks that we could that we have to keep in mind. Um, I don't know. For example, artificial intelligence uh, obviously requires an extensive use of technology. 
which obviously can increase a firm's risk, risk exposure. So one example of a risk that we could face, obviously, uh, would be a cybersecurity breach uh, that exposes sensitive data. I don't know if you agree with me on that. I do. Uh, I mean, this is nothing that, that uh, is new because AI is, is uh, entering uh, the processes because <laughs> we've seen data breaches uh, all along the way from, from British intelligence people just leaving laptops at the bus station down to, to credit card data being being hacked or so. So uh, I think the, the the general fear of AI, like uh, everybody's seen Terminator, the Terminator movies with, with Skynet or so, yes, this is a fear that, that has uh, has its reasons. And if we yeah. look into military intelligence and military operations and AI being part of everything in the daily life, yes, I, I, I do understand the fears and, and probably to mm -hmm. some extent, uh, I have them too, but in financial markets, it is the the next step in using algorithms. And we've been using yeah. algorithms in, in financial markets since the 80s. So trend following CTAs, this is something completely, completely established. And mm -hmm. AI is just taking it in portfolio management, it's just taking it to the next level. So oh. um, no big danger there, I would say. Okay. Um, no, yeah, it's it's impressive because obviously uh, there is a stuff that uh, probably our listeners uh, don't know or maybe they don't know your opinion. So so it's good to to know every every key aspect of of the new introduction of artificial intelligence. But apart from that, apart from the the risk of um, of cybersecurity, what are the other risks or drawbacks we could encounter? Uh, maybe. I don't know, uh, data-related challenges? Um, I mean, strictly down to, to the investment industry, to portfolio mm -hmm. management. What we've seen, I mean, big firms uh, keep using AI for, for trade uh, trading optimization, where it is mm -hmm. super suitable and seems to quite, uh, work quite well. Uh, in, in terms of portfolio management, markets are unpredictable still. So even yeah. it's for a human or it's for an for an ai it's really hard to to say what will happen tomorrow if somebody could do this we'll all sit on or he or she will sit on the island and like having a feet <laughs> in the, on the beach and uh, yeah. ahead of the sun Definitely. so so uh, uh, until now to, at least to my knowledge there is no ai out there that is really mm -hmm. really doing absolute good trades only Mm -hmm. On optimization fronts, yes, uh, but we've seen this with, with this um, um, fast fast trading things that, that uh, have been implemented for, for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I forgot where, where I was heading to, sorry. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Just trying uh, to remember. <laughs> um, well, what was, what was the question again? No, yeah, the question is that obviously, uh, apart from from the risk that, uh, um, that, that I just said, uh, the one of cybersecurity, what are the other risks uh, or drawbacks we could encounter? Okay, so I mean, in the end, if, if too much AI is uh, is in the market, that the machines could start to talk to each other. So. As we've uh, seen it now with trend-following uh, products or trend-following systems, they, they tend to uh, to 
decrease or increase trends so to, to enforce trends. Uh, so if AI is, is starting to be a big part of the market, we probably mm -hmm. could see computers trading into, uh, with each other and that could mm -hmm. uh, lead to completely new dynamics. But I mean, we are not there yet. So and then there will be circuit breakers obviously to, to, uh, yeah. to not have that. But mm -hmm. I mean, this, this, this could be a risk. But this probably okay. applies for all AI fields. No, yeah, because obviously it's important to to know the risk that at the end of the day uh, you have to to face, and um, and how do you think portfolio management could benefit from AI? Um, could you give me a reason that is less technical and more cultural? Mm, yeah, you you eliminate um, human uh, emotions. This is, oh. this is, I think, because, I mean, we are not, we are not there that, that the machines are, are emotional. So they are, uh, they are taking decisions on pure logical, uh, mm -hmm. more or less data-driven reasons. And uh, they are not dependent on how they've slept, what they've eaten today, if the kids will out at night or, or uh, they got divorced recently or yes. whatsoever. Uh, so this is this is something that is that is good, especially in, in downward markets. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think this is this is the main advantage of all quant styles, and and the more uh, the more uh, competitive and and um, and better quant gets, the more value is probably in the strategy as mm -hmm. a complement to to the portfolio manager. That I mean, everybody has good analysts. That, uh, these days and then we all know much much more than than we have uh, i don't know 20 30 years ago because the yeah. data availability is higher but the uh the the huge amount of data makes it more difficult to analyze obviously mm -hmm. so uh that the ai comes in because they can cope with this the computers get faster and, and uh, yeah all that yeah uh, but in terms of, of adapting artificial intelligence uh, into our lives, um, do you think that everyone within the industry uh, will adapt it into their daily work? Because at the end of the day, I just think that sometimes it it could be a bit scary, the fact that a machine will do something like that. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, but this is not an investment industry uh, issue at all, or not, mm -hmm. not only. This is everywhere um no, yeah, but the, the... so do you think that um everyone will adapt it to their daily work and they will be fine with it in areas they they will and in other areas they won't mm -hmm. i think in in all processes that can be automatized like trading uh bookkeeping whatsoever uh AI is a perfect uh, substitute for, for humans because the the uh, the possibility of errors in in replicated processes is is less than than if humans do things and and the mm -hmm. fraud uh, uh, the the possibility of fraud is obviously less if the whole systems uh, get developed to a point where we can uh, trust or or rely on them completely. I think the most important thing with with AI in, in the later or last stages is that that humans still uh, have the possibility to pull the plug at at some point, so that we, we <laughs> keep the control of all. And if mm -hmm. this remains the case, uh, 
I think there is nothing to fear of. Yes, for the job mm -hmm. market, there will, I mean, the, this is this is more or less common knowledge. It, it, when mm -hmm. AI gets gets rolled out uh, completely, we'll have the jobs on the one side that can't be done by machines, like exactly. only is done personally. Uh, yeah. And on the other side, the decision and creativity will be done by humans. All the, the middle administrative mm -hmm. jobs, they will come under pressure. Yeah, under but pressure. That, that's what I meant uh, with, with, with something scary, of course. Um, but well, uh, we must not forget that uh, this is the future. So yeah, I just think that even the whole process is going to be long and sometimes it can be scary. At the end of the day, it will be positive for us and, and obviously for the industry. And uh, Florian, uh, do you think there is a difference in the industry depending on the country you are working in? Um, so what I mean with this is, which are the countries that do you think are ahead in this process? I mean, the, the innovations is, uh, innovation is, is uh, taking place in, in the US normally. In China, mm -hmm. obviously, but there are still some some issues in, in Germany and, and the UK and France. So, uh, it's this is this is really hard for a non-scientist as I am to to, mm -hmm. to see. I, I do read a lot about Silicon Valley. I do read a lot about the Chinese people. I know manager in Germany that that are working on AI for for ten years and are really experts on it. So, uh, I think the the barrier of entry is not that high because if you are able to finance uh, computer equipment that is that is fast and good and with all the cloud uh, mm -hmm. the cloud uh, possibilities uh, it, it, it can basically pop up uh, mm -hmm. anywhere uh, also in this in, with this the startup scene in Europe is still not that big as it is in the US or so but yeah. but I think we are getting to this as money is not as, as cheap at the moment and and uh, everybody gets funded so mm -hmm. we'll see and i mean we'll come to a point where ai develops itself probably so this is probably the scary moment then where we mm -hmm. really have to reconsider if we can pull the plug <laughs> or not yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no but well as i said uh i am sure that this is gonna be something long in terms of the process um so yeah fingers crossed uh everything will be fine <laughs> and um And yeah, so now um, this is going to be something fun. So now you have to tell me one strength and also one weakness of AI in portfolio management. Just to summarize uh, your opinion and, and perspective towards uh, this implementation so that our listeners can, can draw a conclusion, basically. Okay. Yeah, when the strength is, is uh, uh, taking non-emotional decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the weakness is exactly the same. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. the, the gut feeling is not there, obviously, and then there might be um, decisions uh, or, or um, occasions where gut feeling is important. This is yeah. exactly what, what I meant with pulling the plug. If it doesn't mm -hmm. feel right, at times it is not right and it is important to pull the plug or take off risk, which AI that, that is taking decisions only on data of the past, obviously, probably can't can't do. Yeah. This is why I think humans will still be important, even if no, it's not yes, for the please. daily business, <laughs> but for the, the supervisory <laughs> stuff, it is uh, it's good. <laughs> if we do no, yeah, stuff, please, probably. fingers crossed, Florian, because at the end of the day, we are both humans, so, so fingers crossed. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, but it was a really good answer. The fact that the strength for you is the weakness also. Um, I think it's really good for our listeners to, to just know um, or just to uh, have a better picture of what a fan selector that, that, is, that has a lot of experience in AI thinks about the new world we are living at, basically. Uh, so, Florian, uh, this is going to be a bit of a challenge, um, but what are the biggest or the most important cultural changes that have occurred Uh, within the industry in the last 10 years. And yes, you can't mention anything about artificial intelligence, new technologies, etc. So, other changes. I mean, 10 years, uh, as we are in, in the uh, 11th, 12th years of the boom mm -hmm. since the, the great financial crisis, the innovations were not that big. We are living mm -hmm. on... on uh, future generations money so we're printing money uh, or the central banks uh, are, are printing money um what what for me is, is a big change is that that the value of an investment is not important mm -hmm. anymore everybody seems to care about price but no one mm -hmm. about value it's 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 uh the greater fool theory uh, to an extent that that has never been there it's it's just i'm not buying an asset because it's worth uh with xyz so i'm buying the asset because i think The, the price is going up tomorrow or the after tomorrow or the day after, and then I can resell it for a higher price, which yeah. is, is not good. The markets markets are dislocated wherever you look. Uh, and and that that is new for, for people that have been around prior 08. Uh, and that might might pose a problem at some point. From from uh, an industry innovation point of view, I mean, this... this uh, digital revolution, if you will, being able to, to work from home, being able to, to have meetings via Zoom. So the, 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 the harder part of the innovation took place since, since the pandemic started, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, from from uh, uh, a, a pure educational point of view on work, Uh, I'm not sure we learned much over the last 10 years. It's just that, mm -hmm. that, that uh, many things we, we thought we would know and uh, things would function because, uh, I don't know, if inflation goes up, interest rates may rise or so. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but one, one, one more thing to add probably is, is uh, what is really new is, is the whole crypto crypto thing, the whole yeah. cryptocurrency thing, yeah. that, uh, that, is, that is really no, that is an innovation and that is basically a bet against the big reserve currencies. So, yeah. I mean, Bitcoin is rising because the US dollar might be not worth the paper it's written on. That is, that mm -hmm. is uh, probably the, the bottom line to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, now I'm going to uh, squeeze in uh, one or two more questions about your role. Um, so, what is your biggest challenge at Absolute Return Consulting? My biggest challenge? Um, it's to, to, to perceive how the future might look like. So, um, mm -hmm. we, we, we got this, this smaller investment arm, but the bigger thing, we are third-party marketers. So, we are, we are uh, searching for, for the best partners around the world. So, uh, where, where do I look? Which is the the assets, which are the fund managers, which are the, the, the strategies that will add value tomorrow for my investors. 
and mm -hmm. that that is always the biggest challenge. Apart from that, I mean, we, we are used to, to uh, regulatory uh, problems that, that come up time and again. So so we are super at regulation in Europe, as, as you might know, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I, th I think the, it's 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 always uh, to to try to get an idea of how the future might look like. This is nothing else than a portfolio management because the funds mm -hmm. I'm buying is, uh, yeah. are the ones that I like to show to to my clients, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. And finally, uh, this is a question uh, my listeners can tell you. This is a question that I always ask uh, to my guests. So, um, which key industry trends do you think will be will perform uh, better next year in 2022? Um, industry trends in, in terms of, of asset classes? Uh, or, uh... Yeah, in whatever you want in general. I mean, um, when I say industry trends, I can say, I don't know, commodity funds, um, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, AI-driven funds should, should be good because mm -hmm. this is <laughs> what I believe in. Um, I think active investment was was more important in 2021 uh, and will be even more important in 2022 because dispersions will get higher between between the single uh, names in the stock portfolios. Um, I think, and this is wishful thinking, that the the retail meme stock uh, Reddit Robinhood traders have to be regulated. This is mm -hmm. this is very 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 important because dislocations coming from that end get get harder um uh yeah i think uh i mean being being long long rates might be a bit of a problem still because inflation might not be transistory so rates will go up at some points i think i mean I, we see the central uh banks being being hesitating there uh But uh, I mean, with the energy prices at, at uh, multi-year highs, uh, mm -hmm. that there might be some some problem there. And I mean, what what will drive us and what has driven us the last year uh, and also the next couple of years will be ESG, ESG implementation, ESG regulations, uh, taxonomy. What yeah. is ESG? Climate mm -hmm. change. How how will we tackle uh, yeah. the, the whole G fans movement? All, all this. Uh, Yeah, I mean, fingers crossed that, that we can deliver a positive impact and then all together uh, make the yeah. right effort for, for the right uh, thing. Mm -hmm. Very good, Florian. Uh, okay, so yeah, the, the sad moment um, is here. Uh, so dear listeners, uh, we could be here for, for much longer. But unfortunately, uh, this podcast uh, is coming to an end. Uh, Florian, um, really, thank you very much uh, for agreeing to participate in this podcast with me. It has been a, a pleasure collaborating with you, as I said at the beginning. Um, I hope that these really interesting discussions uh, get growing and we look forward to uh, the upcoming shows with more fan selectors. Also, before I forget, uh, if you want to be up to date with the latest news uh, within the asset management industry, Subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on LinkedIn and, and Twitter. Thank you so much, everyone, and see you all in our next Rankia Pro Europe podcast. Many thanks, Carla. It was great fun.